This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Fangirling Over Jesus podcast branch. My name is Ashley. I am your host. I'm the owner, creator, designer, writer, etc. encourager, I hope, um, <laughs> uh, of Fangirling Over Jesus. And I'm really excited because this is actually episode one of a new series that we're going to start doing every now and then. So um, for those of you who've been here for a while or maybe not for a while, (laughs) uh, Fangirling Over Jesus has a devotional branch called The Faithful Fan. And so you can check that out. We have devotionals, um, gosh, I guess stretching back the past couple years. Um, But now that we are also finally taking FOJ on the road to conventions, I want to do another series um, in addition that will be, I haven't quite decided, I think it's either going to be called Convention Confessions or Anecdotes from the Alley. I'm not sure which I like more. We'll see. You'll see by whatever the title is. (laughs) Um, Hector Mirai of Faith and Fandom does a really cool Artist Alley Aftermath. Uh, at the conventions that he goes to, and I love it. He does, he records them the day, like the last day of the convention, and I, (laughs) y'all, I don't have the bandwidth for that. Um, He's amazing, and he does, and he's so good at it. He's so good at it, sorry. But I still think it, I think it's a really valuable tool to share what happens at conventions, because some of it is all about, like, some of it's about I Spy God. Some of it is like, hey, this went really well. Hey, this was really weird. <laughs> Some of it is about fan and star interaction. And so I'm going to try to share a little bit of, of that with you. Um, I'm really excited because the first we've so we've done a couple conventions now. Um, I got to shadow Hector at GalaxyCon Richmond in March. I got to set up for the May the Course Be With You 5K, 10K, which was, of course, in May. (laughs) And then I got to do Eastgate Comic Con here in Greensboro. Um, That was just a one-day convention. It was super local. It was a lot of fun. But it was awesome because a couple weekends ago... I got to um, I got to do my first three day convention with my own table, um, and it was called Fanboy Expo Knoxville. Um, there is an Orlando one as well, um, but we did the Fanboy Expo Knoxville, and it was great. Um, it was so much fun. My mom came with me, which was a wonderful experience getting to share that with her. And uh, so I wanted to share a little bit about that with you. But before we jump into that. Um, I'm just going to share a couple of other uh, random, perhaps, things, but I think they're things that are really important. Um, So first of all, uh, I'm really excited also because my roommate Laura and I and a couple of our friends, Nathan and Shelby, we did the 48-hour film project in Greensboro this past weekend. We had an amazing time. It was a long weekend. Um, it was so amazing. Nathan, Shelby, and I were the actors. Shelby and I were the writers. Laura was the true MVP because she was our director and our editor. And guys, it looks amazing. So (laughs) I wanted to get this out a little bit sooner, but that's why I've been basically sleep, well, not sleepless, but 
it's been a long weekend. Um, Monday, so I'm recording this on a Tuesday. Monday the 17th was also the, um, July 17th was the two-year anniversary of my dad's passing. And so I was kind of taking it really slow, so I didn't do a whole lot. And uh, what was the other thing I was going to share with you guys? Oh, so you may start seeing a few more posts from me or stories shared about the about the striking going on in Hollywood. Um, I studied screenwriting in college. I interned in Hollywood with the show Haven. Um, if you know what Haven is, holla. <laughs> it's an awesome show. The writers are magnificent. The producers were great. I made so many friends. Um, and then I became an actor in 2017 and I started working with this studio here in Greensboro. I am officially a Southeast actor. I do get paid. I uh, have an agent. I am looking to, you know, continue broadening my experience. I'm SAG eligible. I am not actually in the union, um, but I have contacts that are in both the Writers Guild and SAG-AFTRA, um, and I support, just to be clear, like, I support the striking that they're doing. I wish we didn't have to, but unfortunately, they kind of don't have a, they don't, they don't really have a choice um, with some of the pretty smart proposals that they are submitting. Um, they're just being completely rejected, blatantly rejected, and so the reason I share that is because it's important to me, it's personal to me. Um, only a very small percentage of, of guild members, even at least in the Actors Guild, make um, are able to make enough to earn health insurance. <laughs> so um, I just want to give you, like, I'm not going to give you straight up numbers, but just to give you, like, an insight. Like, you know, they say when you own your own business, you are risking a lot. You put your own finance and investment in it. Um, and hopefully at some point that will pay off and you'll start gaining money. Well, with acting, it's a little different. You put in a lot of investment, you get headshots, you get reels, uh, you update your wardrobe, maybe you have to whiten your teeth, um, maybe you join a gym so that you can be fit, you take classes in stunts, you take classes in accents, you take classes for comedy, for commercials, for drama, you travel, you do all of these different things, and at the end of the day, even if you get hired on a couple really good gigs you might break even. You might even make a small profit because your agent and your manager also take a cut, which they should. Or you might lose money, ultimately, because you're trying to prep for these roles that you'll hopefully continue to get in the future. But it's a it's a really hard business to be in. So I would just encourage you, if you don't know what the striking is for, or if you're kind of concerned about, oh, I'm going to a convention, am I going to be able to get an autograph or a photo op? I understand your concern. Many of the conventions have issued um, statements, and um, I think that's been really helpful. But guys, please respect these actors and things that you can and can't ask them, because this is not, frankly, it's not about you. It's about livelihood. And the people that make the big, big, big bucks that are huge movie stars are extreme minority. So, um, I've also said it on social media, I have not continued watching um, Secret Invasion on uh, Disney Plus past episode one. It's not that I'm boycotting Disney Plus or Hulu or any of those streamers. Um, to boycott them actually would hurt actors and writers because you're showing that, like, you're not actually supporting what their art and their artistry is. However, the issue I have with Secret Invasion is that they have come out and specifically said that their credits have been made with AI. That is a huge thing that is on the table. And I'm in Greensboro, right? I'm a Southeast actor. 
we are small. We are small compared to Hollywood and New York. Um, I have had commercial auditions that we have had to turn down because they wanted actors to sign over permission to use their likeness and voice for future projects with no additional pay, without good compensation in the first place, and no limits on what they could use your voice and your likeness to say, which is a really big issue. I'm pretty fired up about it. Um, If you're one of those people that's like, but I love ChatGPT, it helps me write my social media posts. I'm sorry, but you're kind of, you're putting wood on the fire. If you don't feel like you're creative enough to come up with your own content, pay a writer or an artist that is. That is what they have been trained to do. That is what they have been trained to do, okay? We know how, like, if you are feeding AI artistry, if you are feeding ChatGPT, you are feeding a mechanism of mediocrity without consent by other artists. So that's all I'm going to say on that. Anyway, I hope you've stuck with me long enough because now we'll talk a little bit about Fanboy Expo. Jumping into Fanboy Expo Knoxville. So yeah, so we went down, we we went down, we went over (laughs) uh, to Knoxville on the Thursday before the convention. I think that was July 6th. Um, My mom came with me. It was awesome. Uh, And so we got there and it was, guys, setting up was a hot mess in every sense of the word, literal and figurative. So I... I didn't think we would need to worry about the loading dock, and I didn't really want to worry about the loading dock, because when I shadowed Hector um, in Richmond, what really helped was I parked, and he and his daughter helped me carry some stuff in, and it was great. I didn't have to sit in the line with the cars. It took one trip. To be fair, I knew this would probably take a couple trips, but I was like, it's going to be great. Um, I had gotten a recommendation from a couple friends to get a wagon or a hand truck. Um, we opted for the hand truck. I got one off Amazon. Really not a good not a good choice on my part because the one that I got was not right and not helpful. <laughs> um, so we parked in the parking lot across from the convention center. We left everything in the car and we just walked across the street. We walked through the loading dock entrance and we just went immediately to the check-in table. So that worked out great. We got name tags. Me and my mom both got a name tag and they showed us where the artist Allie Booth was that I had um, purchased. And that was great. So we saw what we needed to see. We went back to the car. We loaded up most of the stuff on the hand truck. My mom had my rolling duffel that I've got some inventory in. And uh, she also had, like, I have a rolling square document holder thing. (laughs) And so she had both of those. No, I had the rolling document holder. She just had the duffel, I think. And on the hand truck were two plastic boxes that we had bungee corded to the hand truck. Well, yeah. Downtown Knoxville is really hilly. And so... We come out of the parking lot and we come, we curve around to go to the sidewalk and everything dumps. The two plastic boxes, gone. They completely dumped out. Um, The bungee cords were still holding. They just weren't holding anything. (laughs) So that was embarrassing. Um, And let me also preface this next part with, so when we were getting everything out of the car, this sweet guy walked by and he was like, hey, you guys want to cheat? And we're like, what? And he's like, I'm actually about to drive over to the loading dock if you want to throw your stuff in my car. And I, I just really, 
I have this streak in me where I just want to do it myself. And I also wanted to see if the hand truck would work. Spoiler alert, it did not. So I was like, no, but thank you. I really appreciate it. So he's watching this from his car the whole time. And I'm sure we put on a great show. Anyway, so then um, we put everything back on the cart. And my mom takes the silver uh, the silver document holder thingy on her shoulder. Keep in mind, my mom still has a cast on her arm because she broke her wrist a couple, uh, like three months ago, four months ago at this point. So it's doing better, but she still has a cast on her arm. (laughs) So this crosswalk that we come to, to get to the other side where the convention center is, um, it's the longest crosswalk in the world. And so we're waiting, 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 waiting. Finally, we're allowed to walk with everybody else. My mom goes ahead, she's doing great, and then I get about three steps off the curb, (laughs) and everything dumps out again. (laughs) Like, collapses in the middle of the road, guys. That was the most, it was so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing, because I'm like, I know exactly how to do this, this is my first time having my own booth, I know how to do this. Yay. Yeah. Thank you, God, for checking pride at the door, because it was a good lesson in humility. (laughs) Um, So my mom made it across the street. I got my stuff back on the cart and back to the sidewalk. This sweet woman was like, can I help? And I was like, I just need a minute. (laughs) I just need a minute, because I was just... I was just so irked with myself at that point. I was so frustrated. I wanted to cry. I wanted to yell. I was angry. I was mad because I I thought I could do it myself. So, spoiler alert, I could not. So, my mom had made it across the street. So, I'm like, I called her on the phone and I was like, hey, okay, I'm going to go take this stuff back to the car. And this gentleman helped me, which was great. He helped me carry the boxes. Um, I'm going to take this back to the car and then I'm going to come pick you up and we'll continue into the loading dock. And then we'll just... We'll just do the loading dock thing. So I get to the car, we load up the car, I get the car, I pick her up, and then we go into the loading dock. Well, the security officer, (laughs) the security officer there is like, you already have your name tags, I can't let you in. And we're like, yeah, we got our name tags so we could check out the space and then we, but we haven't unloaded yet. This is what we were going to do, but it's not working, so we literally need two minutes just to dump the stuff out of the car and then let me drive away. No, I can't let you do that. Oh my gosh. I still don't understand her rationale, guys. So she would not let us come in. She was like, no, we've got people from another parking lot that have been delayed. They need to come in. And I'm looking around. I'm like, there is nobody behind me, guys. There's nobody in line. It was just, yeah. So after about three minutes of this back and forth that was clearly going nowhere, I actually considered pulling to the side and just dropping my mom and our stuff off anyway, but I just, I, you know, I didn't want to make them angry with me on my first real convention, like as a, as a one, as my own vendor. So we turned around, we went back to the parking lot. I had a good cry in the car for a few minutes because I was so fed up. Um, my mom helped kind of get, get me back in the game. So thank you, mom. Um, and then we, uh, we unloaded and we took two trips of carrying stuff. She carried the duffel and the, I think the silver thingy, which actually lost a wheel too. So that was, that was fun. Um, so now it's no longer a rolling box, but that's probably for the best. Anyway, and I carried one or two boxes and then I came back out. I left her at the booth cause it was so hot there guys. It was so hot and humid. Oh my goodness. 
So then I went and got another box. So I made two trips. My mom made one. We finally set up. We got a little bit set up. Like we had about 40 minutes in the convention space at that point to set up because we had dinner reservations. We were going to meet our really longtime family friends for dinner. And unfortunately, they got COVID. Oh, I'm so sorry. And so, but we decided to keep the uh, reservation because it was at a riverfront restaurant. It sounded like fun. So we went to a place called Calhoun's. We walked there because we didn't feel like moving the car again, which in hindsight was perhaps not the best decision because it was about a 10 to 15 minute walk in the in the Knoxville heat and humidity and down a really steep hill and then climbing upstairs to do a walkway that crossed over the street. We finally got there and had a nice glass of wine and a good dinner, but guys, it was, we were exhausted. So then fast forward, we got to our hotel that I had booked and I was trying to be frugal, not like, not cheap, but you know, frugal and aware of what, what we were spending money on. <laughs> yeah, the hotel that I had picked, guys, it was a dump. It was like paint scratches. It felt damp and muggy. The We were too tall for it because the mirror was like a foot shorter than we were. And me and my mom are only like, we're six feet tall. She's six one. I'm six feet. Like, come on. Um, so we had to bend down to see ourselves in the mirror. And then when I went to the bathroom, there was like red spots on the door. And I'm like, hey, mom, this is this isn't blood, right? <laughs> it was not great. So we checked out of there fast and we found a nicer hotel down the road. Praise God. We finally got some sleep, which was great. So yeah, so that was Thursday. <laughs> Friday was pretty good. We had some really good, uh, we got to meet some people. It was a good solid day of um, sales. I uh, was grateful because we made back most of the table, uh, most of the table fee on Friday, which was a win. Um, and for the weekend, I had kind of, I had three goals financially. I had the table goal, make back table. I had a reasonable sales goal. And then I had a wild, crazy sales goal. And uh, God put us past the wild, crazy sales goal, which was really exciting to me. Um, praise the Lord. Um, Friday was a lot of fun. We got to finish setting up. We met our two booth neighbors. On one side was a woman named Patricia Gillum. Uh, she is an author. We got a few of her books that I'm excited to read. Um, she was so kind, so sweet and welcoming. Both she and her husband were a huge help throughout the week and they gave a lot of advice. So I would highly recommend that you check her out. And then on the other side, I love her Instagram handle, Geisha Ninja. So Patricia's is at Patricia Gillum um, and Gillum is G-I-L-L-I-A-M author, Patricia Gillum author. And then the second neighbor was at underscore Geisha Ninja underscore. Um, and her name, her name is Mikal Overholtz. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. She was so sweet. She and her husband were awesome. She had her service dog there who's this cute little like chihuahua or chihuahua mix. And her artwork is beautiful. And uh, I was excited because we both, me and my mom both got um, some artwork from her as well. And I actually picked up a, um, she has a really cool, she had a really cool like Spider Gwen image that she had done just like in a sketchbook. And I was like, I will buy that off you if you're willing to sell it. So I got to buy it and I'm really excited because it's just so, it's so good. So they were both 
amazing booth neighbors. And then uh, at the end of the day on Friday, I had, I didn't want to do, well, I did want to do an autograph session with people, but as an exhibitor, that's just not really realistic. Um, cause, uh, Sean Astin was there. Sean, I know you're not listening to this because we are small potatoes compared to you. <laughs> potatoes. Anyway, but Sean, I, if I had done an autograph session with you, I would have said thank you so much for what you are doing in negotiations for the SAG-AFTRA, for the strike, for negotiations, etc. Um, and Sam is my favorite hobbit, so I would have thanked you for that as well. Um, so Sean Astin was there, Billy Boyd, Dominic Monaghan, uh, Miranda Otto, Jonathan Reese davies um, and then Sam Witwer was there. Sam Witwer is the voice of many things, including Darth Maul in The Clone Wars and in, um, and in Star Wars Rebels. So I had just made a new shirt for Samwise Gamgee and a new shirt for Darth Maul. So I chose to get a um, photo with Sam Witwer in the, in the mall shirt, and me and my mom both got a photo op with him Friday night, so that was so cool! It was, like, a really great way to cap off the first day of the convention. Saturday was so cool that we made so many cool connections. There was a guy named Brian who came by, and he really loved the Ahsoka shirt, and, uh, I think when he realized that it had the Bible verse on it, it, like, heightened how much he loved it. That's, honestly, that's one of my favorite things is, like, I, you know, people that love our stuff, they, especially at conventions, they'll come by and they'll look at the shirt and they're like, oh, that's so cool. And then they'll see, especially if they're believer, they'll see that there's a Bible verse on the back and then they get even more nuts about it and they love it. And I just love seeing that recognition on their faces. It's so much fun. Um, And in fact, on Friday, there was a girl that had come down. She was having a photo op with Miranda Otto and we had our I Am No Man Aowen shirt there. And it's got a verse from Proverbs 31 on the back. And so she was one of those people. She loved the I Am No Man and then she saw the verse and she was like, oh my gosh, I have to get this for my photo op with Miranda. And she put, she just put it on and she wore it. Somebody else saw it while she was in line with Miranda Otto. And then they came down and looked for us on the convention floor. And that was just really cool to know that people were seeing our, our products and then coming and trying to find us. <laughs> so... That was just, uh, that was a really sweet gift. Um, so this guy, Brian, he, he really liked the shirt, um, and, uh, was so kind, great to talk to. So we put it on hold for him and he came back later and, and grabbed it, which was so much fun. Um, he was such a pleasure to talk to. We met a couple, um, Greg and Leora. They were amazing. They, um, they were so kind. I, I think one of my favorite, we talked about a lot of different things. One of my favorite parts was Leora saw the, uh, the Samwise Gamgee shirt, which on the front, it says, you know, I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you. And on the back, it has the Brave 02, because he's um, Frodo's second, basically. And then, um, and then it says, don't go where I can't follow. And that was a quote that she really loves. Um, She said she'd been trying to get her husband to write that so she could get it tattooed. And um, so they both got that shirt. And, uh, and I think an Ahsoka shirt, So they were telling us a little bit about their story. Um, What was really cool was they came back on Sunday and we got to talk to them more and um, we got to pray together. And um, guys, the feeling of getting to pray together with fellow believers on a Comic-Con, you know, like convention floor, um, there's nothing quite like it. And... uh, you know, I, I'm especially at a setting like that, I'm respectful if, you know, if people aren't believers, if they don't know Jesus, I get it. I hope they might ask questions, but I get it. I want to be respectful of those people. But I really hope that people seeing us getting to pray together was 
I hope that it was encouraging for the two of them, for Greg and Liar, because you guys encouraged me right back. I mean, I was in tears practically, but I hope it was glorifying to God and that people got to see that too. Because that's, that's honestly the whole point of FOJ is to find an in with people in what could be a dark place, you know, the entertainment industry basically, um, and shine a little bit of light. And that's what I hope that God continues to do with this business. I know that's what Hector does with his business and there are others out there doing the same thing. And I'm, I just, (laughs) I just feel grateful that, um, I just feel grateful. So we got to meet them. Um, I got to meet, uh, a girl named Bridget who I think, uh, Bridget, I think you said you found us because of Hector, which is really exciting. Yay, Hector. I love that you're such a connector. Um, so I got to talk to her. She had her own booth. Um, I think it was called Pixelate Nerd. Go check her out. Bridget Ray. Uh, W-R-A-Y. It was so awesome getting to talk to her. Got to talk with the girl who had a booth across from us. Um, there was a woman who was walking down the row and she didn't stop at our booth, but she had a, she had a Jesus shirt on. And so I kind of chased her down. <laughs> I just gave her a business card and a sticker and I was like, Hey, like we're just down the way. And I saw you pass by. I loved your shirt. I just hope here's some encouragement. And so that was a really cool connection. Yeah, it was just It was really sweet to have connections like that. Oh, and then on Sunday, another really cool connection was there was a woman and her, I think it was her brother, um, were there and she and her brother were sticking close. I think he has some sort of special needs. Her name was, oh my gosh, Becky. I think her name was Becky. And so she was showing me some of the artwork that she'd drawn. And I'm like, you could sell that here. Like, it's good. It's really good artwork. And it was just so much fun to have a conversation with her and get to see what she's passionate about. And that's, honestly, that's what I love about conventions. You get to see what other people are passionate about. There was a girl and her dad that stopped by our booth, and it should not have taken me this long, but we were talking about Bad Batch, and I suddenly realized, oh my gosh, you're dressed as Omega. She had a shirt on that represented Omega. It was like a cosplay shirt, and I loved it. Um, And she just lit up when she realized somebody had gotten her cosplay, because she didn't have like a blonde wig or anything on. Um, but she looked awesome. There were a lot of Spider-Gwens. Um, it was fun to see that cosplay. There were some good Miles Morales cosplayers. There were a lot of good cosplays. Quite a few Ahsokas. There was a Sabine. So people are getting really stoked for the Ahsoka series. Um, so yeah, so it was, (laughs) it was, um, an honor to get to be there. It was really exciting to get to be there. I loved getting to spend it with my mom because it was a whole different... Like, it was cool, too, because so there was a girl who came by our table and she talked about having Christian decor that she did. And um, she said, you know, I hope one day I can maybe sell it at a convention like this. And I felt like I was talking to a version of myself from like a year ago or even six months ago, because that's what I always said. That's what I told Ashley Eckstein last year, last year. When I saw her at GalaxyCon Raleigh, I was like, I want to be like you one day as an actress. And, you know, I want to be on the other side of the booth as an exhibitor and as an actress. Like, she's got her universe, and she's an amazing actress. I, my career is certainly not where hers is, but I'm very grateful that this year God has allowed me to do both of those things. Be on the other side of a table um, at a movie premiere, signing posters, and then um, now also being on the other side of the table as a, as a convention exhibitor. So, it's been awesome. Um, I will hopefully continue this segment um, 
after we do certain conventions. Um, I want to give a shout out to my mom. She's my biggest fan, my biggest supporter. Um, I love you. I appreciate you. And I'm thankful that you were there for bathroom breaks. (laughs) That is not the only reason, but it helped. We had a really great time. We sang a lot of Hamilton. We got a wagon that finally worked. So loadout on Sunday was a heck of a lot easier, guys. It was so much easier. Oh, it was amazing. Um, Shout out to my roommate, Laura, who has been so supportive of this. Shout out to Hector for everything that you have done. Um, To uh, Taylor, Taylor Corcoran, um, you're the one who started me on this path by giving me one of Hector's books. And then, of course, I want to thank our Patreon supporters, Sarah, Gina, and Ada. Um, You guys are a big reason, both prayerfully and financially, why I get to do this. And you are always at the front of my mind. And I'm so thankful. Um, I want to also thank Mario and Mei Ling. Um, your encouragements throughout the weekend were, I'm just so glad God brought us together. I just can't wait to hug you in person when we get to meet in person finally. Um, you guys are incredible and so strong in the Lord and uh, and the force. <laughs> and I love it. And so, and there's so many others of you that, um, like Chris, I remember you were texting me during the weekend and so many others that have been encouraging and I love you guys. I love you guys for it because... Um, God is, God is using it. God is working and, uh, praise be the Lord. So I hope you enjoyed that. Um, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, if you don't follow us on social media, search for fangirling over Jesus. Um, also we, um, we're at fangirlingoverjesus.com. We also recognize, I recognize that that is a bit of a clunky tag. So for those of you who's who might have a better time, easier time remembering something shorter, um, I have not connected it yet, so just hang loose for a minute. But I did also buy the domain fojcosplay.com because we do everyday cosplay items as part of our shop. So if that's easier for you to remember, um, I will be linking fojcosplay.com to fangirling over Jesus. So anyway, also check us out on Christian Nerds Unite. No, that's that's one of the other podcasts. Check us out on Christian Nerds, Christian Nerd HQ Podcast Network. Oh my goodness. Where we are part of the network in addition to Christian Nerds Unite, Speaking Nerdy, Tatooine Sons, and The Reverend and the Reprobate. Go check us out. We are on podcast streamers, social media etc. <laughs> anyway, love you guys. Hope you have a great week. May the force be with you and may the Lord be with you always. It's the Speaking Nerdy Podcast with your host, Mr. Mike Schilling. And my good friend and compadre, Mr. Ricky Poe. Every Friday, Mike and I talk about nerdy fandoms, the latest nerdy news, and Mike tries to make me laugh by sharing stupid news that often starts with a Florida man. We're glad to be part of the Christian Nerd HQ Podcast Network. You can catch us on all of your favorite podcast apps or on YouTube at youtube.com slash speaking nerdy. Be sure to check out speakingnerdy.com for even more great content from us.